Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. And I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, today the church celebrates the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and the gospel that's chosen for us today is taken from the 12th chapter of Luke's gospel, verses 32 through 40. So let's take a minute, let's place ourselves in the Lord's presence and open our hearts and our ears to really hear the message that God wants to share with us today. Jesus said to his disciples, do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings, and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant at his arrival. Amen, I say to you. He will gird himself, have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I love that Gospel. So, during his uh, homily, this young priest asked the parishioners who wanted to go to heaven if they would raise their hands. Well, of course, everyone in the assembly did so, except for one elderly man who was sitting near the front of the church. The young priest was shocked, and he pointed his finger at the old man, and he said, Sir, 
Do you mean to tell me that you don't want to go to heaven? Sure I do, said the old man, answering rather curtly, but you made it sound like you were gathering a group together to go on a busload tonight. <laughs> Apparently a little too soon for the old guy. <laughs> you know, today's gospel carries a beautiful theme. Where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Isn't that beautiful? Where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. So, brothers and sisters, can I ask, where is your treasure? What is most important that has value in your life? If your house, God forbid, suddenly caught on fire and you had to fight the flames to take three things with you, what would those three things be? What is so important that you could not live without? You see, honestly, those three things are telling people, this is my treasure. This is where my heart is. Now I asked, did anyone say they'd grab their Bible or crucifix? I doubt it. You see, in the gospel today, Jesus speaks to his disciples and also to us with a sense of great urgency. In order to be prepared for the day of Christ's coming in glory, we must know what is most important to us. Where is our heart? And is that what's going to get us into the kingdom? Is that expensive brand new car that you purchase going to get you into heaven? Probably not. Last time I checked, there were no vehicles in heaven. Is that new outfit that you paid way too much for going to get you into heaven? Well, I think our robes have already been chosen for us. Is that designer purse or set of luggage going to get you a better place in the kingdom? I suppose it depends on what you're hauling in that baggage to paradise. Look, naturally, it's easier to speak of things, items, tangibles that seem to bring us comfort here on earth, and less so of people as a treasure. That beautiful new flat screen TV the comfortable chair where you find solace and are able to finally relax after a hard day of work, our finely appointed home, all of those things bring us great comfort. Now, by no means, none of those things are bad. Don't let me give you the wrong impression that I think that nice things are bad things. I want to just say that that's not the case. I find no joy in a house with no air conditioning during a hot summer. <laughs> Nor would I get any rest on a bed of nails. So I don't think we have to suffer greatly at the hands of craziness. Honestly, probably one of the nicest items in my home is my bed. I mean, after all, we spend half of our life in bed. So... I think we should be comfortable. I've made sure that I have a firm and supportive mattress 
that the linens are high quality. And finding the right pillows, well, let's just say that's a work in progress. But in truth, I don't think I'd grab my bed to haul out of the house in an emergency. Perhaps it would be valuable for us to take a moment then to reflect on the most obvious and without question, the most valuable of all of our treasures? Yeah, you guessed it, Jesus Christ. In fact, I think that's the whole point that Jesus is trying to instill within us throughout this gospel and all of his teachings. Some of our greatest treasures in life are the people with whom we have a relationship. And in order to ready ourselves for the kingdom on the day or the hour that we do not expect, Jesus has to be the primary relationship we treasure. And the other relationships that are good in our lives, they have to help us get there. Granted, brothers and sisters, I I have to tell you, I'm quite blessed to have incredible lifelong friends in my life, some of whom I've known for over 45 years. Can you imagine? 45 years. Now these individuals, well, I've laughed and cried with them. I've had deep discussions as well as frivolous, lighthearted conversations. We've gone on vacation together, relaxed together, Uh, prayed together, played together, had fine meals together. These are the relationships that have sustained, encouraged, challenged, and supported me in my life commitments. Without exception, I can tell you that I love these individuals. They fulfill the words of the author Victor Hugo when he wrote, to love another person is to see the face of God. Brothers and sisters, I can tell you without a doubt, in each of these folks that I'm talking about, I have seen the face of God. And as much as they matter to me, there's only one relationship that I would say is first and foremost the foundation of all the other relationships in my life, the greatest of my treasures, and that is Jesus Christ. You see, if Jesus is the greatest treasure I have, then like any other treasure, I want people to know this truth. Certainly when we buy a new coat or a new car, we want everybody to see it. We want people to see how we spend our treasure. Can the same reality apply to Jesus? I think so. Can we place our greatest value in Christ and therefore display him to others by the way we share our love and our life for him and put his teachings into practice? I think so. Fidelity in doing God's will is the best preparation for that day or hour that comes that we do not expect, 
and that will bring us to our final reward. By the way we speak, by the way we act, by the way we work and play, people will recognize that we are spending our treasure who is Jesus. Remember that phrase, where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Beloved of God, where's your heart today? Once you decide, are you proud to tell the world? Are you willing to show them your choicest of blessings? Will you lead with your great pride and let it be known that nothing nor no one is greater than Jesus Christ in your life? Well, then let it be known. You are not alone. And that's a very good thing. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.